Today on eSkate Wednesday, I'm talking to Jeremy from Jed Boards, and it's all about safety, laws, and how to protect your head while you're skateboarding. So, listen in. Here it is. Hey. Hey, how you going? Good, how you going? Yeah, doing all right. I was just thinking... uh, if we talk safety today, maybe we should just call this the broken leg club because <laughs> with sure. both broken legs skateboarding. This is true. Boards. Mine wasn't electric, but it was going fast down a hill, but you broke your leg, so. Yeah, not, not, not a good experience. <clears throat> I don't recommend it. No, but yeah, it's, I think it's uh, something you just, uh, the risk you got to take, I suppose. That's it. That's it. Par for course, as they say. Par for course. Were you wearing a full face or a half shell? Uh, just a half shell. Right. Is that what you normally wear? No, I wear full face now. Oh, you wear a full face now? Yep. Yep. Really? I've got a rock that I wear all the time. So, when is this a is this something that as a e-board manufacturer you should be that you're aware of like safety are you putting in safety tips or anything with your boards uh yeah one of the things that we um that we're working on um i guess there's there's a couple of things so one uh in the board itself there's a a bunch of safety features so like for example if you're riding you drop the remote um the board can sense that you're not holding the remote anymore so um it can apply safety brakes to slow you down um, not not a like rapid deceleration, but enough that's going to safely stop you without throwing you off the board. Um, and you know things like um, the sensors also, so you can't just sort of uh, hit the wheel on the remote and make the board go flying into traffic when you're not actually on the board. Um, so so there's that side of it, and then there's also um, you know helmet safety is is another big thing because. Um, I know there's been a lot of discussion about helmet safety. There's you know, those guys that say, well, I'm a pro. I don't, I don't need a helmet. You know, I can, I know how to fall and all the rest of it, but <clears throat> you know, most of the time it's the, it's the slow speed falls that get you when you fall awkwardly. Um, yep. Case in point, you know, I, I fell slowly and awkwardly when I broke my leg. Due to speed or anything, but had I not had a helmet on, not only would I have broken my leg, but I probably would have smashed the back of my head because I felt, fell yeah. backwards. Uh, one of the pro riders that uh, I sponsor, and I have sponsored for a long time, mm. Jack, Jackson Shapiro Jacko, so he does downhill skateboarding. Yep. He yep. knocked himself out, like, uh, before the – sorry, mm. not knocked himself out, but he broke his leg, like, literally mm. stepping off his board awkwardly, like, and broke yeah. his leg, and he was out of the 2009 World Championships that we did at Mount Panorama. Yeah. Done. It doesn't take much. No. It really doesn't, no, it doesn't take, much. take much at all, does it? So why? And, and you know, I, I guess, well, I, I guess the bigger problem is that, like, you know, that there's a lot of there's a lot of discussion now about the legalities of not only electric boards but like personal mobility devices mm. in general um, around the world. All different different governments and you know, every everyone's trying to figure out how do we regulate these things. Like in Germany now, they're they're legal to a point where you know, there's, there's limits in terms of speed and all the rest. Singapore also has laws um, where, you know, you can't ride on the footpath past this speed. You can't ride on the road at all and, and whatnot. And, and so, you know, there's, 
it, as soon as people start getting seriously hurt um, and, you know, riding without a helmet and riding dangerously, that's when that sort of causes issues for the rest of the industry as a whole, because then they sort of look at those cases and go, well, you know, all the riders are irresponsible, you know, they're doing silly things like riding through traffic and not wearing a helmet and, you know, putting, putting not only their own, but others' lives at risk. Um, and, you know, that, that then causes, I guess, a greater knock-on effect because then regulators will go, well, we'll just ban them. Simple as that. Yeah. And then, you know, then everybody loses. And it's, it's like, it's like the same with anything. There's always one or two that ruin it for everybody. Yeah. It's, it's a hard one. It's, uh, I think, you know, the skateboarding industry in general doesn't like regulations, mm. but no, no uh, the, I, I definitely think it should come from the community that within yeah. the longboard community. So like just stepping mm-hmm. away from like e-skate um, yeah, yeah. for the longboard community, the, the only people that don't wear helmets tend to be like newbies or people that are new to it. Uh, yeah. When most of the pros and if there's ever an event or you go out skating with people, normally if you don't have a helmet, you're not allowed to ride. Um, I'd yeah. be surprised I mean, if any of the e-skate ride days allow people to skate without helmets. Do they allow them? Do you know well, what they do? Well, a, a lot of the, I mean, on a lot of the group rides, there's no kind of, there's no one really policing anything. Yeah. I mean, people say you should wear a helmet, but there's people that choose not to wear a yeah. helmet. And, you know, there, there's some people that argue, well, it's more dangerous to wear a helmet, mm. which, you know, I don't understand. Um, to me, that doesn't make any sense. You're more likely to hurt yourself, you know, not wearing a helmet than wearing mm. a helmet. Yeah, there's many sides to the argument. I know uh, Colin Beck, who does a lot with Azra, he sort of, Started Azra and like is the behind IDF, the Downhill Skateboarding Federation. He's a huge yeah. bike person, push bike, mm. and he has lots of arguments for and against of you know bike riders wearing helmets. Yeah. His argument is that when he wears a helmet, he does things more dangerously, like he might cycle harder or take more risks, thinking that he's protected because he's wearing a helmet. While the argument that I say or I have is it's so unpredictable when you're out on the road. So a dog comes out, you hit a rock, uh, cars, you know, potholes. Yeah. It's, it's not just you, it's others around you as well. Like it's, it's a bit of a foolish kind of thought to say, well, I can ride harder because I'm wearing a helmet. It doesn't, it doesn't change the fact that you should always be mindful of your surroundings and you should always ride within your limits. And that's, I think that's a problem with, you know, e-skate in general is that, you know, a lot of new people are coming to the sport um, and, you know, a big percentage of them haven't ridden any kind of board before. So there's not that basic understanding of things like foot braking and, you know, how to fall properly off a skateboard. Mm. So, you know, a lot of these guys go, yeah, I'm happy to do 20, 30 miles an hour on, on a skateboard. And, you know, it, people get hurt and, and then it, like I said before, you know, it, it makes it look bad for the, for the industry, especially when people aren't wearing helmets or safety mm. gear. Like, I don't care how I look. I'll, I'll always wear a, a full face helmet now. I, I, you know, people probably think I look ridiculous, but, you know, I'd rather protect, protect my head than, uh, than not. Yeah. And so why did you move from a half shell to a full face? Um, well, 
part in, in reason is um, we did a bit of a, a sponsorship deal with Rurock and, and they sent us a whole bunch of their, their helmets. I mean, they look cool. There's some, there's some nifty things um, built into it and the helmets are dual purpose. So you can snowboard with the helmet as well as skate. Mm. So, so um, th- there's some other nifty things like they've got some, like in the case of snowboarding, you know, there's um, the mountain uh, avalanche detection built in. So in the case of, you get trapped under the snow. They've got those, um, I can't remember the name of the trackers, but um, basically it can help find you if you get lost in, you know, an avalanche. Not that that relates to e-skating. I'd just like to say that some... if you're e-skating on your electric skateboard and you get buried by an avalanche, you've got bigger problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say the world is big. Yeah, that's not, that's not, it's, that's, that's not why I think. I, I just think they're doing some innovative things. Um, and, and I, that's you know, they're, they're fairly lightweight. Like how... Yeah, they yeah. globally get distributed. They do. Like, I mean, they're not. They're not the cheapest of helmets. Snowboard shop or something, or a ski <clears> shop. Yeah, I'm not sure. Too many. I haven't seen too many stores in Oz, <clears throat> but you can buy them online, and they will ship directly. Mm. Um, so they're, n- they're not on the cheaper side. They're around 500 US, but you know, it's it's they're they're fairly lightweight. Um, it's nifty the fact that you can actually pull the chin chin guard off and you can wear it as like a not necessarily a full full face but sort of almost half shell kind of helmet so they're they're fairly light and breezy as well so when you're riding um and they don't fog up which is really nifty yeah there i mean there are a lot of helmets in the longboard downhill free ride industry we went through the whole Mm. you know uh mountain bike full face or motorbike full face my only thing about the motorbike full face it is very safe obviously but it Mm. blocks your hearing so you lose that audio which is really important when you're skating if you can't hear things around you the other thing we found was that the helmets are quite heavy so if you do crash uh you Mm. get a bit of a whiplash on your neck if you the helmet sort of like you know moves and you can't uh that's why that's why I like the Rurok because it is quite lightweight. Yeah. Um, I've I've tried the TSG Pass as well, which is which is a, a nice helmet as well. But I um, I much prefer the Rurok just in terms of weight and how easy it is to ride no. with, and it does it doesn't block your hearing. You can still hear fairly yeah. well. Um, the only thing I'd I'd maybe argue is that you know a full face can uh, potentially block some of your peripheral yeah. vision. The the TSG like pass is good. That was designed by Martin Segrist in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. He's a yep. uh, like a downhill world champion and an awesome designer. That the actual the the vision on that one mm. is quite good as well designed. There's a few others. Yeah. There's like Predator have one, and, and yeah, I've seen the Predator. The Predator. There's also I think does Protect do one? No, or uh, I'm not sure they do. Don't do full face. I know they. Yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. not entirely sure. If you're really really into your uh, downhill helmets, you can see uh, mm. if anyone's out there wants to look up new orders downhill. They do aero helmets, so that's what all the downhill, the top downhill guys use. Uh, yeah. So they're like those big aero helmets you see downhill skiers wear that make themselves aerodynamic. I'd love to see someone. Uh, Wearing one of those while electric skates. Yeah, I mean, if you <laughs> if you're into trying to see how fast you can go, I don't know. 
Do you, do you yeah. think aero yeah. would help on a e-skateboard going faster? Or no, it's it's more. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you you you're not very aerodynamically stable as it is. You, you're basically acting like a big drag yeah. on you know a board anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, it might help a bit. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess someone would have to try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, but there are there are a lot of like helmets out there. Like uh, I know yeah. we used to use, and a few downhill guys use the Charlie helmets. They're like a paragliding helmet. So that's another mm-hmm. industry that, like you know, requires sort of like a safety helmet that is good audio. Um, yeah, and I know if you wherever if you like got some if you look up paragliding for uh, accessories mm. and so forth, wherever you are in the world, there's usually someone that's paragliding near you that might be distributing them. But yeah, yeah. there's uh Well, I, I guess the other thing, going back to the motorcycle helmet, I mean, the, the problem with a motorcycle helmet in skating is that they're not designed for like low speed impacts. They're designed for high yeah, speed impacts. Yeah, I mean, they're really designed so... for like when you crash that you might, get yeah. trapped between you and a 500 kilo object, your motorbike and something, exactly. something hard. <laughs> like crushing yeah, so, it basically. So, it stopped your head getting crushed. So riding them with a uh, electric skateboard is really not advised because nah. you're more than likely to actually end up causing more damage um, just because of the sheer weight and the fact that they're not designed for, you know, a lower speed impact. If you were to like fall backwards, you might end up hurting yourself a little, a little more than you would, uh, you know, in other cases. Yeah. yeah. And do you think, but yeah, I mean, there's, do you think like, sorry. do you think, because I mean, California passed like some electric skateboarding like laws, but they, the, mm. the laws that are being passed at the moment tend to be like more about the actual act of skateboarding, not the safety. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I, I guess that's the thing. Like there's still, there's still a lot of learning um, from, you know, governments and, uh, trying to understand how these things fit into society and that that's i think that's a bigger problem and you know something we've been working on in the background is an initiative um called let me ride which is all about trying to i guess understand the safety behind um you know electric vehicles in general not just skateboards and where where they fit into society and why they are a good thing Mm -hmm. um so you know we've we've got some where can people um, find out about subject matter uh it's it's not live yet but it will be letmeride.org Um, so it's, we're, we're working with a few, um, safety and risk management guys that, um, you know, do stuff for Red Bull and extreme sports and all kinds of crazy stuff and, you know, how to, how to take risks, but how to do it in a safe Mm. way. And that's really what it's about. It's, you know, riding, riding an electric skateboard is taking a risk every time you get on it, but how can you do that in a controlled way where you're, you know, more than likely not to get hurt. So, you know, what take in terms of safety gear or you know what can you do to ensure that um you know you're not going to get yourself into into any kind of bad problem and do you think that will be um, for other know, types the, of skateboarding or just for it, it will be well the, the whole idea is that it's it's a broad it the idea is that it's a broad um i guess uh, information piece on um how to regulate not just electric skateboards but how to understand where these sort of pmds fit into um society and you know, how, how governments can kind of, I guess, understand um, how they fit in and, you know, the benefits of them and, you know, things like, you know, clearing traffic and, 
um, keeping less cars on the road yeah. and getting people out. And um, yeah, there's, there's many benefits to it. And um, I hope that, you know, it's something that maybe governments might listen to and, you know, it's not just us, we're trying to get some other um, manufacturers on mm. board as well. So it's more of a, an industry thing than a, just an us thing, because, you know, as, I guess as um, manufacturers, we all have a responsibility as well, not just to make safe uh, products, but also to you know, help uh, educate not only the consumers, but the governments on you know, safety precautions and, and things that people should be doing. In New Zealand, they have, I, <clears throat> I don't know the exact laws, but I know mm. that when our skate team went over there, it was that a skateboard or a longboard and is classified as a vehicle when it goes on the road and hence it yes. then has to obey normal road rules so do mm-hmm. you think maybe that's the future that you know e-skate or longboards get classified by governments as vehicles on the road i mean that comes I with a i think they should be they should be classified as lightweight vehicles more like a, a bicycle because i mean the, the the thing is a bicycle can be ridden on the road like in Australia, you can ride a bike on the road. It's legal. Yep. But you can't ride a skateboard on the road. It's technically illegal in Sydney and uh, well, in New South Wales and Victoria. Well, it's technically classed as No, illegal. no. You can, you can ride on the road under certain conditions. So you can ride as long as there's no markings on the road. So there's no like dividing mm. lines. If it's 50, the road has to be 50 kilometres or below. Yep, and it has to be during mm-hmm. the day, so you can't ride at yep. night. You can't ride on obviously a road that's got um, that the speed is more than fifty kilometers an hour. Yeah. So I mean, you're really just talking about your local streets. So it's not you can't yeah. really commute on the road like you can with a bike. Well, that that's that's the thing. Like, so um, you know, you're not. It's it's a bit of a grey area whether you can ride in bike lanes yeah. or not. Well, yeah, um, no, that's because so true. if you if you I read don't... some of the if you read some of the laws that changed recently, like in Victoria, for example, like if they they class it under um, motor power, and I think it was I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think it was around three hundred watts or something like that, which you know basically nothing nothing fits under that. Um, so you know there, there needs to be some I guess updates in terms of um, understanding how these things work, so that you know they. The, the lawmakers can actually make more informed decisions about, um, you know, how to not really restrict, but how to, I guess, make them fit into the rest of society with, with traffic and all the rest of it. Do you think, is there any websites out there that is collating any of this information? No, not really. Is there? I don't, not that I I'm don't aware of. Any. And that, that's kind of what we're trying to do with the letmeride.org is, is, you know, have uh, information freely available for anyone. Um, and, you know, also coming up with some standards that manufacturers should be adhering to as well, because there are no safety standards that, you know, um, electric skateboards are tested mm. to. They, they don't exist any safety standards. Mm. Um, and there should be some because, you know, at the end of the day, people are putting putting their lives at risk riding on these things. And if there's any kind of faults or malfunctions and people get hurt, then, you know, that's, that's a serious problem. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, early days, isn't it? Mm. Mm. But you know, it's exciting and it's uh, only going to get hopefully better from here. Yeah. We might wrap it up. 
I think it's a uh, yeah. good little discussion. Hopefully that uh, if anyone knows of any websites that are collating that sort of information, yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know how they can contact us. Maybe send us a message or something like that on the app. Um, I'd, I'd yeah, be I think interested. you can comment on the, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, they can comment on the podcast. I'd be, I'd be interested to know, and uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe almost like some sort of like a wiki that people can like, yeah. you know, update, contribute, yeah, contribute and update the information. Because uh, yeah. I know that's the other thing. Because people travel, so I've got my board. You know, I've got my jet board. Um, you know what I mean? I can take it on the plane because I can take the batteries out, all that sort of stuff. I'm going to Dubai. Mm-hmm. Can I skate in electric skateboard in Dubai? You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're going to yeah, countries yeah, that have like like serious laws. Or you can get in serious trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, in, in yeah. Singapore, you know, you, if you ride on the road, they'll confiscate your device. Really? Like, doesn't matter. Yeah. Have you ever had a board confiscated in Singapore? Never. No. Never. You just outran the cops? Or you can't say? <laughs> can't no, say. no, no, no. I'll, I'll edit that bit out, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the Singapore police, if you need his location and address, just give me a call. <laughs> I can pass on Thanks, the mate. fine. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've uh, right. soiled your reputation uh, in Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, oh dear. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks oh, for well, jumping on the podcast yeah. again. You know, I've been so busy. Yeah. I've been just doing stuff this week. I haven't really done any daily podcasts. You were the last one I did last week. I can't believe a week has gone since yeah, we no, kicked it's off. Been, uh, it's been a crazy Wednesday week. Eastgate. It's been a crazy yeah. week. Well, I'm happy to do it again next yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's okay. do it. All right. Okay. Well, uh, enjoy right the rest of your week. Okay. Stay safe. Yeah. All right. See ya. That's it. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. And definitely, I'll do some more recording this week. Sorry, there's been a week between episodes. But we're just getting the rhythm of this and finding people to collaborate with. So if you've got any questions, throw us a uh, voicemail or a message and I'd love to hear if you know of any good websites that have the laws of e-skateboarding and also helmets. What helmets is, what helmets are everyone wearing? Let us know. Uh, we'll catch you tomorrow.